0: Back to Old School with D.P. and J. Welcome back to Old School again on a Wednesday. Home game for the ladies at PVA, 7 o'clock tip. Last night at PBA, great crowd, great crowd, great energy. Folks were waiting. First of all, superb concession line work.
1: There it is. You, the great ones. Right, adjust
0: right. Superb. Nebraska
1: fans when they want to drink beer, they once they, they will they will get their their drinking in Bush Light.
0: They they go they, they drink they go would, they get after it.
1: I went to the Colorado Nebraska game up when I think Scott's first year or maybe second or whatever. Nebraska fans drank them out of beer by the end of the first quarter. Yo, they came in and bum rushed Boulder and their concession stands with beer.
0: Yeah.
1: Drank it all up. Mm. It was all gravy until we, you know, we got hit with that double move. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we didn't have a kicker that couldn't make an extra point. Didn't
0: you try to find out?
1: <laughs> I think Cas wanted to drive all the way back eight hours. It wasn't happening. Anyways, on to bigger better thing, On to the, the basketball game from last what, night, man. So
0: what was issue one for you? What was the, the, the great story? What's the I story? I like on?
1: their offense was not as crisp or as free-flowing just in their basic sets um as it was in Minnesota so I think that's where the consistency in this team that's where it starts and stops whereas like uh you know I know Derek Walker got in a little bit of foul trouble um they're not foul trouble you know the whole game but you know obviously kind of stymied at the beginning but when you watch them they weren't there weren't the cuts weren't as good the passes weren't as crisp in Illinois you know look you're playing a, a conference you know, opponent that knows you very well. Nebraska played them well the last two years. They actually should have won last year. Some kind of, you know, not so, uh, home cooking calls and Nebraska made a run, but Shannon, you know, just said, okay, pump the brakes. And every time they needed, see the thing, I think the biggest difference, I don't think Illinois is 26 points difference, but it can get there when you start to get in desperation mode after you make that big run. So, Illinois knows who their alpha is. Get it to him in his right space. When he wants, he's going to get you a bucket or a positive play, which would be going to the hoop and getting to the free throw line. Um, And he's extremely efficient. And so that's the big difference. And I think, you know, when Nebraska got it close, um, if they didn't, you know, have uh, Bradenbach, you know, really start to make that run personally, you know, they wouldn't have got within, I think, 10. And Illinois just slowed the game down and and executed, rotated the ball really well, and they shot timely threes effectively. So the percentage wasn't really well, but they hit the the corner three a couple times, and particularly the one by Shannon. That's a dagger, right? And so I think Nebraska tried to come back and answer with a three. So you just kind of got to stay in the what got us back into the game one shot is not going to, you know, make or break it. Now, when you go down and try to answer for three, you don't get it. Illinois gets a, another bucket. Now you're down 15, or actually 16, another empty possession. Now you're down 18. Now you're really just in three possessions. You you kind of gave away the game, and we weren't able to get anything going to the hoop. Um, what? see? Th- they had a good plan for D. Walker. So, that I think that really affected the whole offense. And then the adjustment to – maybe have another – you know, D-, D. Walker at the top of the key going downhill is position A, like kind of point center or what point forward, you know. Um, and then so if there's a position B for him, I would have focused on that. Well, I'd have put him in the soft co- corner to That's take the big. That's what I was just about to, to say. I yeah. would have took him into the corner. Um, actually, and you know, when you think about when you have a good shot blocker, uh, not in height, but he just has good timing that Illinois had, when you get him in the corner and he can get to – the side of the rim Mm -hmm. or the side of the basket, and then the rim is actually an offensive defender. And what I mean by that is just subconsciously shot blockers will not try to block the ball, block the shot, when you get up really, really close and tight on the reverse. Mm -hmm. And Derek Walker is phenomenal off the backboard or just laying it up in reverse. And Then he's able to pump fake and come back and get it up on both hands, kind of like a little bit of old school Marquise Johnson game. I think I would have tried to do that. But, you know, we didn't shoot well. You, you know, Banamel, you know, he's one for five. You know, our threes, you know, look, everybody was there. You know, Bradenback hit two. But that hasn't been something that you've been doing, you know, night in and night out. So, when you look at the starters, you know, the only one that hit a three was Gary and he was out. You know how, do,
0: how does it How does it happen that two, your two premier long-range shooters each take one three-point attempt?
1: Again, the, the, well, the cuts, the crisps, the sets aren't very, weren't, weren't very you know, effective. And then when you just pigeonhole – not pigeonhole, but kind of have D-Walk doing that, and they had a great game plan for Derek, Derek Walker. They know him. They, they, they sent two at him. Right, they, and they know him. Different levels, right? yep. And he's been playing well, and, and you got to give Illinois credit. They know who stirs the pot. It's usually a guard. It's Derek Walker and Sam Greasel. So they say, look, when they really are rolling offensively, this guy is really, really efficient, and he's rolling. So let's really take him out. Then that affects your three-point shooters only getting one. Um and we're not, you know, a three-point shooting by any uh shooting team by any means, but we only had like 54 shots, man. I mean that's that's not a lot of shots.
0: Well, a lot of se- a lot of empty possessions because yeah, you were turning over uh, seventeen turnovers,
1: seventeen turnovers, fourteen of them by your starters, mm-hmm. which is three more than Illinois Illinois's team had in total in its entirety. And right. these
0: weren't aggression right. turnovers; these, these were
1: passive.
0: Hey, I've got the ball, just trying to get us into the offense. Turnover.
1: Well, just in comparison, Illinois uh, their starters had seven; mm-hmm. our starters had fourteen. That's a pretty much the that that's the tell all the game, Um, and then also with rebounding, you know we got to rebounded in total rebounds. I think it was a forty one,
0: yeah, forty one,
1: forty one to thirty three, and that's a pretty big difference. And
0: seven of those ended up in threes. Yes. 7 of those second chance offensive rebounds were in crucial critical Nebraska runs. Those
1: are five point swings.
0: Nebraska runs, uh Nebraska scores a bucket, they get a 3, they go down the other way, Illinois goes through their sequences, they miss the 3, get the long rebound. And get the long rebound. A couple passes. Couple passes open 3 bang and Nebraska's back on. Those are
1: again. those are huge second chance um your second chance possessions by the offensive team you know obviously in this case Illinois because it's 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 deflating it's it's equivalent when you think about football of you're playing to say in this case say illinois or wisconsin a heavy run team so the equation in basketball they're physical heavy run team you got them you know you have a you know say a tackle for loss on first down you you know maybe they're behind the chains they get some sort of penalty and then second down you know they get five yards and it's third and nine and you forget to cover the guy in the flat, or you—it's a—it's a, it's a three-yard pass to the flat. We try to go bump tackle, we miss it, and they get the first down. The quarterback, and then almost gets sacked, spins oh, yep. out, throws it to the flat. Yeah, the guy down there misses him. You know, you know, tackles the grass on the flat, and then two plays later, they hit you with a house call.
0: And it, it just—it took just, the, that's it, the, it, that's, it, the, it,
1: that's the exact equivalent right there. You work so hard for the whole possession, pretty much seventy-five or eighty percent in the in the shot clock playing defense. You get them into a shot that they obviously miss bad enough. It's a long rebound. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's a shot that you're okay with them shooting, and they miss it, and you miss the offensive rebound. One, two passes, jack up a three, and it just so happens every time that happens—not every time—high, high, high percentage that three is going in.
0: They it 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 is a common thread in the br- recent Nebraska history to have to deal with free throws being a reason why you cannot. Come from behind or extend your lead to, 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 to blowout status by not making free throws. And yeah. it, here's the thing about free throws and just, you know, Gary Williams just talked about it that he could tell when they were going to struggle at the free throw line, no matter what his roster was, if they had spent all their information, uh, all their energy on defense. Like, it, it they don't have the legs to make free throws because you've spent it all and you're spending your time at the free throw line just trying to catch your breath, trying to get oxygen in your system and you don't do a greasel. When he spends a lot of time on the floor, and I don't mean minutes on the floor. I mean diving diving on the floor. and He has he shoots poorly from the free throw line because he's just he's just tired because well, he's also, asked to do so much.
1: You also got to look at out of 11 free throws, he had nine of them. That lets you know he's the only one that's trying to go downhill. Mm-hmm. You know we got to you know Derek Walker, Sam Greasel, the main guys that go down. We have got to get guys to un- and Gary as well. We have the I call it drive and dive. When when DP's driving, my guy goes to double team. I'm am marrying you. I'm right with you, and everybody's going. We have got to get to the rim. That stymies runs. It gives them body blows. It keeps you in the game. You're depositing. You're depositing physical body blows that are going to pay dividends. In the second half of the of the of the first half, in the second half of the game, that's how you're able to keep back. Because if you could get into a possession game to where you're scoring points and the clock isn't stopping, that's that's how you come back. But they
0: got through. You, I kept watching Nebraska get caught in the great in between, which is somebody drives, penetrates to the basket, you get the double off of that. The person that was doubled is sitting at three waiting to take a three but no. then doesn't take it because yeah. they're the first one back on defense. So you have to make a decision. Now if they decide to crash off the double and go towards the basket to get a one, you know, a, 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 a single bounce pass cut into the basket, then you're conceding and giving up the the easy bucket on the other end. Illinois did that twice uh, late in the second half to kill runs. Yeah. and you could see the nebraska players look kind of look over the bench like i i got caught but like, I got caught
1: sometimes when you have that three you gotta shoot it just for the simple fact you have to shoot that shot c j and, and see, KJ have they, to take it you cannot look for the perfect shot if you because then you're if you're looking for the perfect shot in a perfect situation, you're trying to play perfect and you look like you lose by 26. I mean, Then you come back. But that's
0: why Breidenbach was open for threes all right. the time because people are like, okay.
1: Right. Listen here. Breidenbach is not scared to jack up a three. Yeah. <laughs> like, that,
0: that Cali in him shows right. up, man. He, I like
1: I'm, it. My man said, listen here, I am a stretch four. I'm out I'm here. here. I'm a, I'm a stretch, <laughs> stretch four whether you like it or not. I'm 6'10 when I have my shoulders shrunk. I'm 7' foot <laughs> tall when I got good posture. Yep. And I am shooting threes. And he hit two of them. And you know what? I'm going to tell you this, man. Breidenbach, the last – Three or four games, his energy, um, his physical play, even his, now, let's, his just say, let's just say since Creighton game mm-hmm. has been breath. It's been a breath of fresh air, and I like it because he's just he's still, in my opinion, not all the way back. I think when you see at the end of the season, he's really going to be a factor. He, you know, well, even more than he is now.
0: Well, I kept telling Bach and Strick that that once brian gets his grown big 10 big man legs right he's gonna be a problem because then the rest of the game is gonna slow down for him yeah and he will be able to play and do the things that he sees that he should be able to do that's been the big thing for him is the game was still too fast and all of a sudden now it's starting to slow down a little and you'll bit you'll see the
1: balance with those legs and stuff the balance of being on uh, you know being balanced and not you know, sometimes getting on the floor, it'll actually help him stay out of foul trouble. So then that will add, that'll add, help you with the depth. That'll take the pressure off of Sam. You may have it, to start him, and you get Blake. Yeah, you might. Well, see, I, I think it's either him Blake. or
0: Tominaga. It can't be Denim. Denim doesn't give you
1: points. Well, Braden backs in there. Braden back, and I'm taking. And, and, and uh, I'm gonna try to get. It. I'm gonna let him go in there and mix it up. And I'm gonna get bit, that's gonna allow D. Walker to get to his spots, and I think that it'll be upticking off. And I
0: don't. Well, here's my thing with, with 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 goggles. If goggles doesn't waste fouls.
1: It would make them make them worth it though? I mean, I, yeah, like, but I don't want him. To, I don't want
0: him diving on the pile and giving up getting his third yeah, file. Right. I, I don't want that. And one. I
1: don't need you to file a guard at 25 feet. Right. Like I don't want you know. So, I don't need you to hedge at 25 feet because I need you to give up some space because you ain't going to be able to guard these guards at 25 well, feet. And
0: here's the other thing about, about Brian Bach. He sits on the bench and watches how people go through picks. And if he, he's taking notes and, and, and getting receipts because when he gets in the game and <laughs> yeah. he's seen them run through and throw an elbow at his guy, Bradenbach gets in there and is like, <coughs> remember that one you gave in about eight minutes? Take this one home with you. <laughs> Take this one home with you. Hey, I like it, <laughs> So, he he's he, what
1: the- he, he, he was in that old boy from Craig's head. It was it, over. He it, was done.
0: It uh, We'll go to break. When we come back, I I kind of want to stay in the space. C.J. Wiltshire has, has been a hotbed topic uh, for fans uh, last night and today as well. I want to talk about that. And then I'm going to ask you, what do you do if Jawan Gary can't play? Who's your next starter? We'll get Jay Foreman's answer when mm. we come back. Watch Old School live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Old School with DP and J
1: on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.